guys. Welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry Strickoff, Registered Dietitian. And I'm Sophie Bertrand, Registered Nutritionist, and we are the authors of the Forking Wellness book and obviously the Forking Wellness Podcast. Each week we sit down and we discuss all things health and wellness from debunking diet myths to nutrition information, lifestyle factors, etc. Stick with us while we try and work out what the Fork Wellness really is. I don't even know what we do. This week's episode of the Working Wellness Podcast is sponsored by Alivado, an amazing company that makes extra virgin avocado oil. We absolutely love avocado oil and we know it's a good source of healthy fats, which are essential to our diet because they support overall health, including our heart health. And there is some research to support that it can help reduce cholesterol and help reduce um, the risk of prostate cancer. Yeah, which is super interesting. Currently, my favorite way to use the extra virgin avocado oil from Olivado is in a stir fry with some tofu. It makes it really nice and crispy. Yeah, and I love drizzling it over sweet potato fries, putting it in the oven, seasoning it up, making it nice and crispy. Sounds delish. All right, cool. Let's get into this episode. We are so excited to announce the second giveaway of our Advent Calendar series this week. So I hope you guys liked last week's one and this week's one is even better. Yeah, if you didn't win last week, definitely enter. This week we have a whole range of new prizes, some from last week, some new ones. We've got the Habit Nest Journal, a mushroom growing kit. I think that one's so cool. Um, We have Conduit (laughs) Wellness is giving away two personalized wellness classes and a 25 pound online shop voucher and then apothecary 21 is also giving away their intuitive eating kit that sounds super interesting um Coa beauty are giving away a soap and soap holder and heather all is giving a christmas wreath kit which sounds super festive and fun yeah i love that we're getting into the festive season so head over to forking wellness on instagram enter to win tag a friend and if you don't win we'll be back next week with another one Hi guys, welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. This week we are here with Molly from Say Yes to the Fresh. Hi everyone. Oh, we're so excited to have you on. This week, I think we're going to talk about just like meal prepping, meal inspiration. You know, you're you're a fellow dietitian, health nutrition blogger, but why don't you introduce yourself? (laughs) Okay, Um, so I'm Molly, like Barry said. Uh, My Instagram account is Say Yes to the Fresh, and I'm a registered dietitian um, here in the U.S. I actually work full-time at a hospital, um, so it's not really connected to my account whatsoever, whereas my account is less specialized and more kind of nutrition, wellness um, for the general public. And meal planning is is a big part of like how I decide what I eat. Um, I, I do it basically every week and have been for a while. Um, so I'm happy to kind of help weigh in on this topic. Yeah, I feel like that's such a good thing as well, because so like so many people's problem is they're busy and they work full time and they're like, how do I nourish myself and get on top Mm -hmm. of my food when, you know, it's tiring when you work full time and you don't always (laughs) want to be in the kitchen, like trying to whip up something fabulous. Right. I, I totally get it. And we've, you know, I, I have definitely experienced burnout sometimes from it too. Um, Cause it, it can be a lot sometimes, especially if you are feeling busier. Like recently we moved and my work schedule changed to like going in full time. So I just had a lot less free time. So I did start to kind of feel like it was a bit overwhelming, um, but was definitely able to 
you know, come up with kind of some tips for both myself and for anybody mm-hmm. else um, who's kind of feeling that way. Cause it, yeah. can, it can feel like a lot sometimes, but it doesn't have to. Yeah, I definitely relate to that. So I, um, I'm working from home at the moment, but I was basically like full time in the office prior to COVID. And like the last thing you want to do when you get in at like seven after like an hour's commute home is have to think about what you want to cook for Mm -hmm. dinner. And then it's also like struggling if you and your partner don't eat the same and then Mm -hmm. you have to make two different meals and to how to like adequately do your food shop so you have all the ingredients that you need to and write everything down. Um, And then like you said, like I just have like I think it's worse because of COVID, but I just have like decision fatigue. Like I cannot make a single decision at the moment. I have no idea what I want to eat. Um, just because like, I, I just am like apathetic about it at this point. Like, I just feel like I spend all my day like cooking and then washing the dishes and then doing it the next day. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I need help. Help me plan my meal this week. Well, I feel like with COVID too, it got tough because the very beginning, you know, when none of us knew this would go on for as long as it did, it was like, oh yeah, we'll try. Like, you know, Mike and I made our own soft pretzels. Like we got so creative making all this stuff. And then, as you said, it kind of, you got like decision fatigue and we were just cooking so many more meals. Like, you know, when restaurants are shut down, it's like, you're truly cooking everything that you're making. And so it just, it started to become like, instead of coming up with maybe five meals, you're coming up with like 20. And it was just yeah, like, okay, I'm out like, of ideas. That was the thing with me and my husband, Ash would normally be out for lunch. Like, you know, he'd be at the office or he'd be in a meeting. And then all of a sudden he was like having breakfast, lunch and dinner at home. I was like, I'm having to like double up on the food shop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like you said too, when, if your significant other doesn't eat necessarily the same exact which I think is the case for many people it's like factoring in them as well it it just it's a lot yeah Yeah, it's it's convoluted but there are ways that you know you know all of us have kind of like adapted even if we don't realize it we've all like made these like subconscious decisions to kind of streamline the process that works for us maybe that that'll be helpful to to share um, mm-hmm. for everyone else. What would you say is like for, how do you guys go about it? Like on a week, do you say like, oh, what are you like craving this week? Cause if I ask Mark that, he's like, mm, I don't know. And then I like give him all these options. <laughs> and he's like, no, no. And I'm like, well, what do you want? Right. You're like, if that doesn't sound good, then what does? Yeah. <laughs> give me something here. Yeah. We, I am lucky that my, my husband, Mike, isn't like super picky. Um, so oftentimes he'll just kind of go with the flow as long as I add chicken because he's like I won't be hungry if it doesn't have meat so So you'll see like on my account all these vegetarian things and he just has like a slab of chicken on top yeah (laughs) that's literally what my husband's like he's like with chicken it's so it's so so funny but I do I mean I do kind of have like a rough framework that I'll follow a lot of times um factoring in, you know, how many nights we'll be home, which lately mm-hmm. is all the time, you know, in right. regular times, there yeah. might be like one night a week where I was meeting friends or something like that. Um, but so I factor in, I usually factor Sunday through Thursday, figuring like, we'll often get pizza on Friday or yeah. just, like order out or something on the weekend. Um, and then I, this is something I started to do more when I got like decision fatigue and was running out of ideas of, being like, okay, on Sundays we have pasta. 
or like on <laughs> Mondays, we do meatless Monday and it would just help to kind of narrow it down. My mom does that. Yeah. And it, it's very flexible. Like I'm definitely not like we must eat pasta on Sundays, <laughs> you know, we can have whatever, but it does help. Cause it's, it's almost like a lack of recipes isn't the problem. You know, there's yeah. almost too many yeah. out there. It's yeah. more just like, like having narrowing motivation. it down. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of it would be like, okay, I at least know what type of food I'm going to have. Like pasta Sunday, meatless Monday. Writing this we down. used to do like Taco Tuesday. It's kind of turned into like just Mexican night. <laughs> so it might be yeah, like we always do at or... least one pasta night a week. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And pasta is like one of my favorite foods too. So right. I could do that several nights a week. I think Mike would probably get sick of it. But <laughs> so so far, I've written down pasta Sunday, meatless mm. Monday, and Mexican slash Taco Tuesday. I'm just yeah. I'm just keeping it for myself because I'm really struggling at the moment. Yeah. No, um, good. Well, I usually... think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I think also like that's a really good system to have because you tend to have a lot of like the same spices and like condiments in the same house. Yeah. In, in the house, and something I struggle with is sometimes I find this recipe and it's so intricate and I can't wait to make it, and then to buy all the ingredients that I don't have readily available, this meal is costing me like forty pounds, and I'm like mm-hmm. I could have literally got a really nice Thai takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where you're like, okay, well, maybe I'll use these again next week. So it's not such a waste. <laughs> yeah, so I like that idea. It's like having a bit of consistency, but like flexibility at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll usually do Wednesdays. I couldn't think of like anything catchy. So it's just like whatever you want Wednesday. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Doesn't really fit. <laughs> whatever pattern, works Wednesday. But, <laughs> you know, but just like something that doesn't necessarily fit the pasta category back you know but just like oh this recipe sounds good maybe we'll have that on Wednesday it's a whatever Wednesday (laughs) yeah whatever Wednesday um and then Thursday a lot of times we do like some kind of seafood um fish or shrimp or you know whatever it is we want to have and again it's very flexible and the nights might be switched you know if if it's a Monday and I'm like I just want to do whichever one's fastest but it at least helps me narrow down recipes and types of food so that I don't feel like I'm looking at like thousands of recipes on Pinterest and don't even know where to begin yeah because I have a Pinterest board and I get a lot of my inspiration from Pinterest but sometimes like I see something I'm like that looks amazing I'll definitely make that and I've got stuff on my board from like months and months ago that I just <laughs> never even bought the ingredients for and I, I look at it all the time and I'm like okay I'm definitely going to make that and then like when you're on your food shop you just go for the same stuff right Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, like autopilot. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't really use Pinterest that much. I, I honestly use Instagram. Like I save so many people's recipes and then I'll go into like my saved thing and just like, ooh, what looks good. Yeah, I but like I have that. I do that. Yeah, but like then again, you don't always get like the recipe with it. So that I'm like, how would I make this if I were to make it myself? Mm-hmm. Um which I'm sure if people are looking at my page, I'm guilty for that because I never post a recipe. So it's just like inspo, not actual food. Um, but yeah, what, so do you, do you take leftovers for lunch? And now that you're back in the hospital, what do you do for lunch? I, so we're actually very lucky that we get like a voucher every day to the cafeteria and the hospital where I work actually has a really great, um, salad bar that it's like sweet green style. Like you tell them what to put in and they hand it to you. So I actually don't have to factor in my own lunches, um, now that I'm going into work, but I do have to factor in for my husband. Um, so Like I said, I'm glad he's not picky, but it's usually some kind of salad or like grain bowl situation. Um, 
with chicken, of course, (laughs) (laughs) Um, or leftovers, ideally. Like a lot of times I'll try to make three or four servings-ish of the dinner um, with enough leftover for him because that's the easiest you can do. Yeah. I think when I was in the office or even now, like even though I'm working from home, I always, I'm like in a good routine where I'll make something on a Sunday and then I'll have leftovers for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Mm because it'll usually be like something that Mark won't eat. And then come like Wednesday, come Thursday and Friday, my lunches are so random because I just can't mentally get there to like <laughs> prep lunch. It's like, here's like a piece of toast in this random half of whatever in the fridge. And then like, I'll just put an egg on it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I, I feel like I'm much more okay with that. Like I yeah. be like, oh, oh, that's that's great. Whereas yeah, I, don't care. I don't know if it's like a man thing or if it just happens to be our significant others. But like if I told Mike like, yeah, there's like half an avocado and, you know, some leftover yeah. rice. And he'd be like, so what do I do with that? Whereas, Literally. Like, I'm, I'm so okay yet. with like going into the cupboard and finding like a tin of beans and like making a meal out of it. Like I literally don't care. I'll just find what's in the house and I'll somehow make a meal of it. If Ash doesn't have like something he sees readily in front of him, he's like, there's nothing for me to eat. Right. That's the thing when they open the fridge and they're like, there's nothing yeah. here. There's like a fridge full of food. <laughs> You're like, all I see is possibility. And they're like, all I see Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> if all else fails, like eggs, like we usually always have eggs in the fridge. I'm like, you can make so many different things with eggs. He's like, I don't really feel like eggs. I'm like, well, sometimes you just have to like work with what we've right. got. <laughs> Especially in COVID when you're like, I'm not trying to spend every night in the grocery store exactly. right now. Like we're trying to minimize contact. Totally. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like sometimes I forego like, oh, I'm craving this because then it's also like, no, I have to eat this because it's going to go yeah, off. I think, yeah. I don't know. I think that maybe I'm just like able to just be like, oh no, that's what's here. Like I'll eat it. I don't really mm-hmm. care. Like, yeah. Boys are like, no, I don't want that. Right. <laughs> Definitely more picky. <laughs> yeah. But with like Children. piggybacking on the egg thing, that was something that before I lived with anybody, I would a lot of times a good night would be like breakfast for dinner. Because it was easy, yeah. it re- it didn't require that much planning, and it wouldn't be like my normal like yogurt and fruit. It would be something egg based usually, like oh I'll do like a frittata or like a scramble with avocado toast or something, and that was always like an easy night that you could semi plan mm-hmm. um, without having to do that to in be too labor intensive. Mm-hmm. I literally used to do that in college all the time. I actually was trying to think the other day, like what did I eat in co- like when I say college uni here we call it different things um but like I lived um not on my own I lived in a house with other girls but like I genuinely can't remember I know I used to cook for myself like we all used to cook for ourselves but I can't remember the actual meals that I would mm-hmm. eat and I it like it's really bothering me like what did I eat I know that sometimes like when my like monthly spend was really really low and I had like no money at the end of the month um I remember at one time I got like a wonton soup and an egg roll at the Chinese food restaurant and it was like I think $2. And I remember that's all I had. And I ate that for like a week. I was like, that's all I could afford. Right. I like, this is, I have $2 a day right now. Like this is, yeah. I mean, that's, that's how it is in college though. Even see, I didn't really cook much in college, but right after is when I started. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I, cause I was re- saving my money for the bars. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like the short, you know, you could, you could get away with doing that then. Cause the drinks were so cheap too. But yeah. um, we would like, I or I guess it's right when I graduated is when I started to cook more for myself, but I didn't really have as much of a plan then. So I'd kind of go to the store and just pick up things here and there. 
And then I, it almost was like we talked about before where you open the fridge and you're like, there's nothing here. Cause I didn't have a plan for any of the ingredients. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I just wasn't as comfortable with cooking yet or as creative. And that's when I kind of realized like I need to go in with a plan or else it's just going to be like wasted ingredients and wasted money. And, you know, fresh out of college, you didn't have a whole lot of money to spare. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I discovered the beauty of Pinterest and started kind of mm-hmm. organizing my boards and coming up with recipes. And that was way before the Instagram save feature was like, even yeah. a thing. Yeah, I don't remember true, when actually. that came about, but that wasn't always there. Um, it was only a year or so ago, I think, that you could yeah. actually save posts. Yeah, I, I love that. Right. And I swear people were like, why would you save a post? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to look at it again. And yeah, it's such a weird concept. Um, yeah. But yeah, totally. I always have always done this, but I've always like mapped out the meals that I knew I was going to cook and then create yeah, a shopping list. And then went to the store with that shopping list just because that's what I grew up with. Like my mom is so organized like we used to sit down every Sunday night and meal plan for the week and she'd be like okay then I'll go do the shop because she worked full-time as well like she didn't have time to um Mm -hmm. just go out every day and stuff like that so we used to do like one big weekly shop and then everything was planned out again flexible so like swap nights around so that's Mm -hmm. that's how I always do it so you you I don't know if you changed it but I think like last year you would just go and like buy stuff Oh yeah, I don't I don't do that so much anymore. And I actually brought a whiteboard for my fridge where I, I map out our meals now. So like Ash knows what he's having each night. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I would literally be so rogue and just rock <laughs> <just laughs> up to the supermarket and buy what I felt like. <laughs> now I actually go with a list. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. I can't imagine now not going with a list because I'm so used well, to that now. I, now. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember I when I found out of. you were a no list shopper I was like what do you mean yeah <laughs> I was like how do you know what to buy right I would I wouldn't know what to buy I'd end up buying everything because I'm like oh maybe I'll need this and maybe I'll need this you never know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, never yeah know. I do I do think planning is key and when when people say to me like oh I haven't got time to meal prep or meal plan I'm like but if you want to get your shit together you you have to otherwise you have to go on feeling chaotic do you know what I mean like I 100% agree and I I do think when all is said and done it probably isn't that much more time consuming because like you're doing you're doing all the work maybe that day on a Saturday or Sunday or whenever you you go shopping but then you're saving yourself the time during the week of wondering what to do or having to stop at the store and grab something or order something just like feeling stressed about it right exactly like when you plan ahead it, it takes out the guesswork of like, what am I making? Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, it can be flexible. If you get home and you're like, this is actually the last thing I want tonight. You know, yeah. you could always switch it up. But if you're, if you're doing recipes that like you thought sounded good at one point, you're probably going to think they sound good, you know, yeah. later in the week. Exactly. And I do, I say to Ash as well, I'm like, if you don't want what's on the board tonight, like switch it with tomorrow because the food's mm-hmm. already kind of thing so right exactly you can definitely like move it around and just the amount of money it saves too you know so much yeah it's so much so much money saving and like I also very much hate wasting food and so I I feel like this can actually be a good way not to because if you do have leftover ingredients like I remember recently we got I got a butternut squash and they were enormous like they oh my god did you not get a big top no, I didn't get it pre-chopped. You're very brave. <laughs> I refuse. I, I refuse to cut pre-chopped. a butternut squash. I will end up in the hospital. I just like know it. It's yes. 
Yeah, not my this thing. This is the but... kind where you were like putting your body weight on like both sides. Oh of my the gosh. Night. Yeah. Like... And you know what? Because I'm only five feet, I always feel like the countertop is like a bit too tall for me to get <laughs> leverage on that. I'm always like, my hand's going to slip. Like, I'm going to chop something. I'm like, right. give me a it's stool. I need to like stand up above it. <laughs> and once it's peeled, <laughs> it's like more slippery. <laughs> like, this is really <laughs> But I had peeled and cut up the whole thing. And I was like, oh my God, this is so much more than I'm ever going to use. So the next week when I was thinking of meals, I almost like reverse planned and was like, okay, well, I already have butternut squash. So let's find recipes that need that. So yeah. you can kind of do it backwards too. If you know you do have a bunch of something that you want to use, it can be like a way to start finding the recipes is search for the ingredient, whether it's like you're searching in Pinterest or just Googling or look, sometimes I'll look up the hashtag of like butternut yeah. squash, butternut yeah. squash recipes or whatever it is. Yeah. I think I do that a good place to well. start. I did that tonight I, actually for dinner. Like, um, cause I had some feta left over and it was going to go off even though it probably was already off cause I'm weird. And <laughs> I, cheese, it, you know, it's already kind of off anyway. Sorry, it was teetering eat. dangerously on the head. <laughs> Sorry eats yogurt like 10 days past the summer. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. There's no mold. Smell There's tests. No, no. Yeah, it's fine. I don't really believe in expiration dates. Um, <laughs> but I knew this cheese was going to go off. Like it was anyone it's else wanted to be but I'm just super brave. And so I thought, oh, what can I make with feta? And then I like reversed it. And I was like, oh, I'll just make like a big kind of like Greek salad, but then didn't have all the ingredients and didn't have lettuce. So it turned out to be like a lentil and chickpea salad with feta. <laughs> but yeah, I got there in the end. But yeah, ingredients. I think is you also posted it, right? It looked really good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But sometimes like the food doesn't necessarily have to like be what you might see on Instagram like you can put foods together if you think they taste good together it doesn't have to be what you think a meal should look like yeah absolutely yeah and I think it if you can be so flexible with it too you know like vegetables can often just totally be switched for different vegetables like depending Mm -hmm. on what you like or what you have you know different different proteins that you can use different grains you know it and I know that does take some more comfortableness and confidence you know in the kitchen to kind of make those Mm -hmm. decisions but yeah, things can absolutely be switched, especially when it comes to like using what you already have or yeah, completely. I literally had someone message me on Instagram today and was like, "I used your miso tempeh bowl recipe, but I used chicken and like green beans instead of asparagus." I was like, "I love that! Like you right. used up what you had, but kind of used the basis of you know the recipe that I posted." Mm-hmm. Exactly. I love that. I have a question for you. Do you freeze a lot? That's not something I've like mastered. I feel like my mom is really good at like cooking and freezing and defrosting at like. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's like, why I, I love my freezer because my mom brought me up. Yeah, like that's why demonstrating how amazing yeah. the freezer was. <laughs> so you, when you say freezing, are you thinking like freezing an entire meal or just like? like yeah. Batch okay. cooking and freezing are just like you make something that has four portions. You're having two for dinner, and then you like freeze the rest. Like I know that like. If I, if I say, not that I can right now, but if you'd be like, mom, I'm getting a flight home tomorrow. She'd be like, oh my God, that's great. I have X, Y, Z in the freezer. I'm not that person. I'm not there yet. I don't know yeah, how. To- I'm not either. And I do envy those who are, because I think that's such a great thing to have on mm-hmm. hand. But no, I usually, I'll freeze like individual ingredients. Like I always have a decent amount of seafood in the freezer, um, some different fruits or vegetables, but no, I'm not great at the whole like yeah, like I just don't know what's freezable and what isn't. 
That's so interesting. I think pretty much everything is freezable, right? Yeah, it's just like some things with the water content. Like if you defrost it, it'll get like, it'll like release water and it gets like, "Eh." Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like Sophie, you're definitely a freezer person. Do you freeze whole Um, meals or you just have tons of ingredients in the freezer? No, I'll freeze whole meals. Like if I do like even like a three bean chili or like a lentil bolognese like anything kind of stewy or like one pot type style I'll like put into lunch boxes and freeze and, and then, then you just frost it when you want it yeah stick it in the microwave That's I haven't died yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you pay attention to expiration date so yeah no, that is a good idea because I know a lot of people's qualm with this is more like meal prep than meal planning, I guess. But a lot of people's qualm with that is they don't want to eat the same stuff over and over. So using yeah. the freezer is a pretty great idea, you know, because then and you can like, have it a couple weeks later. As yeah, to and the if you come home from work and you're literally like, I cannot be bothered to cook anything, it's like a backup that you have mm-hmm. in the freezer. Yeah, because yeah. I do think there's a difference between like meal planning and meal prepping. Like totally. I think meal meal planning to me has so much more flexibility versus yeah. meal prepping is truly like, you know, I have this exact portion. I'm yeah, going to have the same thing four prep, times in a row. Yeah. You picture those like lunch boxes next to yeah. each other with like mm-hmm. rice and broccoli and chicken. You picture like, like a very organized person. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's like someone on a Sunday who does all their their mm-hmm. lunches and dinners. And I think that's like it, it's scary and it's actually quite um, intimidating to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when I used to or when I do kind of like bigger preps, like you can also just prep a lot of individual ingredients and then like mix and match them. Um, so I know that like sometimes if I have, I don't know, if a carrots or something and I just roast a whole bunch of carrots and then I can just add them to several different lunches or dinners and it's like yeah mm-hmm. I guess that's meal prep because you're like doing it in advance but not making whole meals just like ingredients yeah it yeah it's like semi-prepping but yeah I'm a <laughs> fan of like prepping. the pre-chop like I do like having things chopped because during the week if you're really busy I I enjoy a short amount of cooking because I think it's like a nice transition into the evening but I don't want to make like an hour long meal. So no, it can never. be nice sometimes to like chop your onions ahead of time, you know, chop whatever you're putting in because it can definitely save time. Yeah. We're a big fan of pre-cut frozen. 100%. I mean, <laughs> you will not catch me cutting a fresh onion. I was just going to say pre-chopped and frozen an onion in the years. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I haven't. Yeah. I barely ever buy the pre-chop, but maybe I should. <laughs> oh, it's a game changer. I, yeah, I don't buy so onions pre-chopped, but I do garlic and ginger pre-chopped frozen. I don't know if they do that in the States, but here they sell it. Um, yeah, you can get it, like, in these little, like, jars in the freezer or even just, like, now I get those pastes because I'm so lazy. I get the pastes. Garlic and ginger are two things that I'm, like, I don't have the patience for this. Yeah, those I get pre-chopped or minced. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, they do onions here. They do so much. I always get my butternut squash pre-chopped because I, like I said, refuse to do it. Um, And they do a lot of, here, they do a lot of, like, stir-fry packets. Like, you can get, like, a bunch of, literally in a packet and just, like, all different kind of, like, oriental-style vegetables already pre-chopped. So, the quickest thing that I can make is, like, a stir-fry where it's Mm -hmm. literally 
squeeze out the garlic and ginger from the tubes. Literally no <laughs> chopping necessary. Chuck in some soy sauce and the pre-chopped um, vegetables and you're done. That's great, though, because it is. It's great for people, too, who are a little intimidated by the thought of meal planning. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a great you're still cooking at home. You're making it yourself. But it doesn't have to be this daunting task. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like you always post really great breakfast bowls as well. Yes. Oh, thanks. Let's talk about breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. so breakfast. I love breakfast. I've always Same. been a breakfast eater. My but favorite I like, man of the day. Same. A hundred percent. But my, my bowls have definitely like gotten better over the years, I would say, because I've, I've talked about this before on my account, but like there were so many years where every morning I was like fat free yogurt berries, fat free yogurt berries. And that was <laughs> it. And then at 10 a.m., I'd be, like, so hungry. Oh, and if man, anybody yeah. had snacks in the office, I was like, what do you have? Who has what? You know, like, <laughs> versus finally, I had an epiphany one day. It was like, why don't I add some peanut butter? Why don't I add some granola? You know, and, like, started doing that. And it was so much more satisfying. Um, yeah. And that's what you see now from what I'm posting. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big full-fat Greek yogurt um, mm-hmm. person. It's just yeah. so more filling. Definitely. Yeah. I'll at least, I rarely get the fat free. Yeah. I might do like a 2% sometimes full fat. It de- I'll, a lot of the times just base it off the flavor, like which yeah, flavor sounds fine. good. But yeah. So with breakfast, I don't plan quite as much as dinner. Like I'm not like today is strawberries and vanilla. Yo-. You know, it's not yeah. like that, but I'll make sure I like, I'm well stocked in the Greek yogurt department. Fine. I always have oats. Um, <laughs> Yeah, when We're you, on the when same page. Vegan, when you did your vegan podcast and said you missed Greek yogurt, I'm like, that, that so might be much. the thing I missed the most. Yeah. <laughs> it was really difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always, so we always have yogurts. We always have um, oats or like muesli, um, some dried fruit, nuts, nut butter. Um, we have this pumpkin seed butter I've been like obsessed with. Um, and we'll have like some kind of granola. And we also usually have kefir. Um, I know everyone pronounces that word differently, but I use that in my overnight oats or smoothies. Um, So with any, and fruit, always Mm -hmm. fresh or frozen, we usually have some of both. And with those things, I feel like I can make at least like four different breakfasts, just kind of depending on what I'm in the mood for. Yeah, there's so much you can do with a yogurt bowl, I feel. Mm-hmm, or just definitely. Like different variations. And then you're like an avocado toast girl on the weekend. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. if, I, if I was working from home, like all the time, I think I might throw the avocado toast in during the week sometimes too. But like, I usually just like the, the, the pictures you see go into a Tupperware shortly after. Yeah. <laughs> and that are typically like taken. Can we actually thing. talk about that for a second? Um, so you have this amazing method to creating your bowls where it's fruit on the bottom uh-huh. then your yogurt or overnight oats and then more fruit am I yes. right yeah and the it? whole reason for that that's like a total aesthetic move I love it I love it we all have if, like our little trick because mm-hmm, if you put the yogurt at the if you start with the yogurt you just end up with what I felt for me was a lot of yogurt and one of my co-workers yeah because it looks once, like empty. she's like how much yogurt are you using because she's like, I tried to recreate one of yours. And I, I just felt like I was using so Like the much. whole bowl was like right. the yogurt and part. <laughs> I told her like the fruit on the bottom trick. And she's like, oh, that makes so much more sense. But yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't have even thought of that. Mm-hmm. I, like remember, I think I do just have bowls. so much yogurt. So right. <laughs> I don't need the fruit. <laughs> yeah, mine are like, I'll put, yeah, kind of line the bottom of the bowl with fruit. 
my so I buy like the the single serving yogurts that are like five or six ounces. Um, oh, okay. But I'll, I'll put that on top because I like all the different flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when why you I get go, those. Do you like mix and match like a strawberry and a, you know what I mean, like the flavors? Or you don't? Because um, I buy like a big tub of just like the plain okay. yogurt. Yeah, for the week. I don't usually put a ton of thought. I just get the flavors that sound good, which yeah. are usually to me berry flavors so they, they don't usually just go with flavored yogurts here like they do in america like oh, i remember go, yeah. you can go down to the supermarket in america and there's like individual size ones lining like the whole wall and they're all mm-hmm. different flavors and here you can get like one brand they'll do like a strawberry or raspberry and some yeah interesting yeah because yeah, we have so many here i feel like there's like dozens of flavors to choose from but yeah, yeah i'll usually just get what sounds good but there's always, I mean, vanilla is probably my most common, which might sound boring, but it's just like a blank canvas for whatever toppings yeah. you want. <laughs> I like vanilla. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so, okay, so you do overnight oats, regular yogurt, smoothies. Mm-hmm. For you, a smoothies, chia pudding I, kind of I used to be a more chia pudding person, and then it never really kept me that full, which maybe I just needed to make like a little more of it. Um, yeah. But it ne- yeah, it never kept me quite as full, but... The overnight oats have chia seeds, so they're almost like a, a Yeah, it's a like mix. a nice balanced mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smoothies were a lot more like a warmer weather breakfast. Now that it's colder, yeah. they're a lot less appealing. And I will do hot oatmeal um, okay. more so in the winter. Which, well, Sophie, I think you said you can eat that year-round, can't you? Yeah, I'm a weirdo. Yeah. I just love porridge bowls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's those... going to be, like, really bloody hot for me not to have a porridge bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I think sometime around October, like, I switch. Like, my smoothies okay. turn to hot oatmeal, like, when the temperature drops below a yeah. certain point. Um, and then, yeah, weekends are when I usually do my, like, egg breakfast. Like, an avocado toast with eggs, frittata, just... I'm terrible at omelet, so it usually is just, like, a scramble. <laughs> yeah, I feel like omelets is, like, a thing to master. Oh, actually, let's talk about your frittata combination, like, recipe. Yes. Because this could totally be, like, a weeknight dinner or lunch, too. Yeah. I I, I've made frittatas as lunches before. Because you we can make a whole one. a great frittata recipe, don't we? Barry in the book. Oh, my God. Yes, I forgot about that. That one is yeah. amazing. It's incredible. Um, yeah. Mm, yum. I'll need to try that one because I love a frittata. Yeah. yeah. And you're, we sent you your book, so you're getting your soon. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the frittata, like, yeah, what you're describing. So Epicurious. Um, posted almost just like a guide of like this is what you use for your base start by you know sauteing your onions adding this and that and then it gave you like eight different maybe flavor combinations of like a cob frittata a greek frittata which I usually just kind of make up my own because I think it's the perfect way to use up leftover vegetables Mm -hmm. you know if you had any like odds and ends from the week that never made it into your meals then you can just throw them in the frittata um and we, like last week we had potatoes. I put potatoes in there. It was really good. But yeah, because that can be made, if you have a big cast iron skillet, that can be made to last for like a couple of lunches if you wanted it to. Yeah. yeah. Which is also probably one of my favorite um, kitchen, I don't think you'd call it a kitchen gadget, but my cast iron skillet is probably one of my favorite tools. I don't know what mm-hmm. you call it. But it's just such a good, yeah, you can do anything in it like it makes the best frittatas you can make also like a giant chocolate chip cookie skillet which is like so underrated and whenever I make mark um chicken or if I, if I make prawns or something people are always like oh my god how do you get that like char on it mm-hmm. and it's the cast iron skillet yeah 
Yeah, so, yeah, they're a great tool. I just love that you can take them from stove to oven. Like, I love yeah. not being able, not having to switch or, like, dirty another dish. Yeah, the only downside is they're so heavy. Like, don't yes. overfill it because you literally can't move it from Oh, they're so heavy. That's what I use when I press my tofu. And they say, like, put a heavy object to dry it out. Like, cast iron seal. <laughs> I am about to say so something funny. so controversial. I never press my tofu. Oh, I always do. Yeah, but I feel like the one we use is quite, like, firm anyway. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, but I'm too lazy. I, I just like, like dab it with some kitchen roll and then it's good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, same. Okay, maybe I don't need to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I feel like you have a contraption. I like it's a it's a fashion contraption, <laughs> but I basically like cut it in half, like lengthwise, so it's like two equal kind of skinny yeah. rectangles. Put it in between a dish towel, put it on a cutting board. And then put my cast iron skillet with a smaller cast iron skillet in it. Oh my god, that's such dedication. I know how long we to do that for. It's just like at least twenty minutes. If it's oh my god. if I have if I have time to do an hour, but a lot of times it's the kind of thing where I like, you know, might get home, do that, and then like walk my dog, go about my night. Um, so so it just is kind of doing that. Well, I should try it one night and not do it. And then see if it even makes that much of a difference. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be like, this made no difference whatsoever. <laughs> like, why have I been wasting my time? <laughs> I think it, like, depends how you cook it. Um, like, if you – also, if you want, like, really crispy tofu and, like, you don't have time to do that, just coat it in a bit of corn flour or corn starch. Like, it, it makes it so crispy and you don't have to, like, get all the moisture. Definitely try that. Um, yeah. That's such a game changer. So I will often coat it in – corn flour, corn starch, and either bake it or just pan fry it. And that's the way to get it so crispy without trying to drain it. Or maybe just <laughs> the one that we get is like super, super firm. Like it doesn't come in lots of liquid like some of the other packets do. But yeah, I think that I've, cause I'm such actually such a lazy cook, like the laziest cook that I've like created this like weird these weird things that I do just because I can't be bothered but I'm really determined to make like a home cooked meal that looks and tastes delicious but I'm going to <laughs> cut every corner available like, Oh yeah, I, I do the same. Pre-cut this? Sure. Pre-done this? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> That's key though. Like, you know, for not everybody wants to spend all this time in the kitchen or mm-hmm. has all this time to spend in the kitchen. You know, like some of us enjoy cooking, some people don't. So yeah, it's like no. shortcuts are key in those cases or else you're going to get like burnt out. You know, even I know we had discussed before when you like get in a rut and yeah. that's even, you know, it happens to me and I even like cooking. So I totally understand, you know, if somebody doesn't love cooking, how that could happen. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I'm definitely in a rut now. Like I haven't planned my meals for the week. I was kind of hoping that maybe you guys can give me some. Insight. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should do. I love Molly's idea of doing like taco Tuesday, like yeah. pasta on Monday, or, like meatless Mondays or what, you know, whatever works yeah. on Mondays. I think whatever they're like really Wednesdays fun. My- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like fun things to do, like fish Friday. Because it um, does, it just makes the decision making like a little easier. And then something I did recently, because I got, I was in a rut and then in that in combination with moving, like, and yeah. just not having as much time was like a double reason why I needed this. We ended up doing like signing up for a meal kit delivery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was yeah. just such a great way to like give yourself a break, you know, yeah. like it, it yeah. is 
it is more expensive than cooking from scratch. So it's not like the most economical. Mm, yeah. um, but I sometimes think it's, it's just nice ordering out though. But yeah, yeah. But and you might really even get like, inspired from those meals. Exactly, because they get yeah they give you the recipe cards if you love yeah. them, and then it was just I nice because so we did that for three weeks, which it was only three meals a week, so it wasn't every meal. Yeah, and it really did help me to just kind of feel like rejuvenated because I just yeah. didn't have to be making so many decisions. Yeah, maybe I will. So I've done that in the past. I have a million cards here. Um, I previously the only thing I didn't like about it is probably because I was gifted it I didn't choose the meals and I felt like every meal I got was just pasta Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. I was like oh it's just so much and there's nothing wrong with pasta but they send so much it's like the serving I still have like the specific company branded pasta in my cabinet right (laughs) use all four bags that they sent for one recipe right Um, so just like OTT Yeah, so maybe I just need to go in and just choose the ones that I want. But yeah, it definitely like takes so much like mental thought out of the mm-hmm. conversation and just makes mm-hmm. it so much easier. Right, and it really did stuff. make me like ready. Like once we stopped doing the meal kit, I was like, oh, I'm so ready to pick out new stuff now because I just hadn't had to do it for a little while. So it kind mm-hmm. of helped you to like, you know, love getting into like loving looking forward to cooking again. We also yeah. will, I'll sometimes like get inspiration from restaurants. Like if you have a really good yeah, meal, I like, oh, I'm going to try to make that at home. Or sometimes if I've been thinking about like lunches for my husband, I'll like literally Google the sweet green menu and just be like, I'm going to kind of make like a lazy version of one of these. Like I their things are pretty elaborate and sometimes they'll have toppings we might not have, but yeah, it'll be like the framework for, you know, whatever I make. We also need a sweet green here. It doesn't exist. So the concept of a sweet green, I don't think exists here. Um, And then also the concept of like a deli bagel store doesn't exist here. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like when I was in America, there's like so many options of how to make up like different Mm -hmm. meals when you're out. Yeah. Yeah. And like I would just always used to feel like if I was out, I could just find like a deli or bagel place and just get like a bagel or a chopped salad or something like that. Like here it's like you go to Pret. Or mm-hmm. you don't eat out. <laughs> no, right. I'm kidding. Yeah, I feel options, like but in it's the basically US, bread. Fast casual is everywhere. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, what would your? Sorry. I was gonna say maybe I'll go to the sweet green menu. Yeah, you could look it up online. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean with their grain bowls and their salads, like it's a great way to come up with ideas. Yeah, oh definitely. God, just Google, just Google different menus. <laughs> Yeah, tell me all your favorite restaurants, and I'm just going yeah. to come up with, okay, I'm writing that down, sweet green bowl. Yeah, Ka- kava is another one here that I'll copy oh, yeah. sometimes. Amazing. Um, but it's another, like, fast casual style, you know, you see everything yeah. in front of you and tell them what you want to put in. Yeah. Also, like, at, just checking with friends, like, other friends that you know like to cook, sometimes just asking them, like, what are you baking tonight? And yeah. sometimes getting ideas there, because I have found the same you said earlier, Barry, asking your spouse is not always helpful. No, never. Sometimes I'll be it's like, what never helpful. Right? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, just, how about you pick one of them, one of them this week? It's like, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. What do you think? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> Ash would just be like pizza or fish fingers and sweet potato fries. Right. <laughs> Or then it's like, give give me options. And then you're just running through everything you know how to cook. And it's Mm -hmm. endless. It's just like, well, do you want this? this." Yeah. (laughs) I did also make make my own board on Pinterest recently that I called, like, 
I think I just called it all time faves or something. And it's like recipes I've made that I loved. Yeah. Oh, I like I need to make again. And like so that one I've had too for when I just want like, I'm like, oh, what do I, what do I want? And I'll go to that one and be like, oh, yeah. I love all these and just grab one from that. Okay. I, I love need that to idea. There's so many great ideas. Like you've literally given so many great tips. If you Thank could you. do like your three top tips, what would they be? Um, let me think. I'd probably say, like, just organization of recipes. Because mm-hmm. um, like yeah. I said before, it can be so overwhelming. Like, there's just so many out there. So just having, like, a home base where you digitally probably, like, house your recipes mm-hmm. is yeah. probably number one. Um, two, I guess, would be, yeah, just, you know, whatever morning or day before you do your grocery shopping, just, like, make a list from there, you know, go yeah. from there. I so that one as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause like I, it just, yeah, it can really, really help with not wasting food and saving money and not, you know, being too tired that night and ordering takeout again. Not that there's anything wrong with takeout, but like it can get really expensive. Yeah. 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 And I guess the other tip would, yeah, would probably be follow some kind of a framework just to make your job easier, you know, just with the like, on Sundays we'll try this meatless Monday type thing yeah I love that I I literally just I've written all that down so I've written down pasta Sunday meatless Monday Mexican taco Tuesday whatever Wednesday google sweet green salad recipes (laughs) and kava bowls and make an all-time favorite Pinterest board those are my takeaways That I kid you not, I've literally just gone onto the Sweet Green website and like the pictures are like inspiring me already. They have so. now now they have like plates too, as opposed to just their bowls and oh, mm-hmm. where it's just like fish, you know, rice and broccoli or something. But of course, theirs have really cool seasonings or sauces with them. It's um, the sauces too. I I feel like sometimes when I get overwhelmed, I have to remind myself. Like, it's okay to keep it simple. Like, it's okay yeah, if you just want to have salmon yeah. and asparagus and rice. Like, you know, I'm like, why am I running through all these elaborate Definitely. things? Like, it's okay to yeah. just have three things and that's your meal. Yeah. That's how <laughs> I grew up. Like, I always grew up, like, a protein, a vegetable, and, yeah, like, a carb. Same. Like, it was always, like, mm-hmm. salmon, asparagus, rice, like you said. Or, like, mm-hmm. sweet potatoes, I don't know, broccoli, and then, I don't know, chicken or whatever. Not that I yeah. right. But, you know, something like that. Like, it was And now I feel like we're all like, oh, this recipe. And it's all encompassing. Yeah, we're like, right. oh, it's like a bowl with so many different ingredients. Yeah, but, yeah. like, yeah, long are the days where it's just, like, a protein bag. Meat into a bag. And it's, like, I do. I have to remind myself sometimes that, like, that's fine. And it's yeah. just as, you know, satisfying and, like, delicious. I think that just comes with taking pictures of your food all the time, too. This just pressure that probably we put more on ourselves than anything else of it yeah. needing to be this like unique cool thing well, whereas it doesn't it definitely your doesn't your very <laughs> aesthetically pleasing oh thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah. lately yeah. it's been almost nothing because of the move I've like been barely doing any cooking oh, but no, this it week still is, like great. getting back into it you yeah. wouldn't have noticed you wouldn't no, have noticed never. but I definitely can agree and it's like times like these where I just repost and hope no one notices <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I, I honestly bet nobody does. <laughs> They're yeah, probably like, just like, God, her eggs always look so good. You're like, yeah, because it's the same They're from weeks ago. <laughs> the same egg just recycled years and years. <laughs> oh, well, thank That's- you so much. I literally feel inspired to go cook again. 
Oh, I know I'm going to go you. make my meal plan for the week. Um, well, where can everyone find you? So they can find me on Instagram. It's at say yes to the fresh with two H's at the end. Cause when I made the account, someone had one with the first H or with only one H and it's just been there ever since. It's been so lovely chatting with you. Thank you so much for coming yes. on. You too. Thank you both so much for having me. This is fun. And we will link your Instagram page in the show notes. Awesome. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe. And share with your friends and family or anyone that you think this episode might be helpful to. It really does help us get seen in the charts. Please go follow us on Instagram at Forking Wellness and pre-order our book either on amazon.co.uk or barnesandnobles.com.